Hello and welcome to the Igniting Your Dynamic Self series. I am your host, Wendy Bjork, founder of HeartsWellness.com. If this is your first show with me, I empower women to see beyond the challenges they are navigating and I inspire them to live in acceptance. As a best selling author and corporate event speaker, my mission is to create massive ripple effects in the world as I share ways to simplify back to wellness. It's that time of year again. Kids are heading back to school soon, including off to college, some for the first time. Staying stress-free, calm, and in acceptance of life are the keys to your harmony. If I hit a dollar for every person concerned about my upcoming empty nest, I'd be at the mall buying some new purses and matching shoes. What is the deal? Where does this come from? I'm not a bird, my house is not made of sticks or mud, and my kids do not eat bugs and worms. At least not anymore. And none of us have beaks and wings. Is the term empty nest someone's, someone else's portrayal of their own fears about what to do with the next chapter in life? Where did it even come from? Does it stem from that old term mother hen? I've always thought of myself as being proactive. In fact, ever since I attended a Stephen Covey workshop back in the 90s, I've embraced his concepts taught in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and what real proactivity is. I saw the writing on the wall when my older son obtained his temporary driving privileges, and it was all downhill to graduation from there. They just grow up so fast. But we are each responsible for our own happiness. This is our job, and no one else's. When our children graduate from high school and leave home to attend college or launch their career, it's our job to support them. We do know the empty nest term is a psychological condition that can occur when kids leave their parents' homes to pursue their own lives and careers, and that it can be a difficult adjustment for both the parents and the kids and can also impact marital relationships. Empty nest syndrome is used to describe feelings of sadness and angst for many parents that experience this when their kids leave home. Although it's not a mental health disorder or an actual diagnosis, It's really important to recognize that these negative feelings are normal and can be overcome with the right coping tools. Many people who suffer from emptiness syndrome feel a sense of loss and purposelessness, despite the fact that their adult children are doing well in their careers and personal lives and relationships. Some of these parents struggle with feelings of resentment for the time they spent away from their careers or interests while raising their kids. It's also common for the onset of emptiness syndrome to coincide with other major life changes, such as retirement or beginning to take care of elderly parents. It's normal to miss your kids when they move out, but excessive crying and feeling down for long periods of time may be a sign that you need some help. If you're having trouble adjusting to your new lifestyle, it's important to seek out support from friends and family or even consider counseling. Although many people experience the empty nest at different stages, several factors can influence when this begins and ends. And although it's a difficult transition sometimes, embracing your empty nest can be an exciting time to take up a new hobby or travel to new places you've always wanted to visit. It's also a good time to work on improving the quality of your marriage and spend more time together as a couple. And don't forget, just because your kids are gone doesn't mean they can't come back for visits. While it's important to feel sad or depressed, it's also important to seek out these new tools and develop a new meaning for your life. You can start by spending more time with friends, 
and developing hobbies you may have put on the back burner while you raised your kids. If you're married, you can also re-engage in your relationship by discussing things you both enjoy or finding new ways to connect with one another. You can also explore your own passions or goals that you never had the chance to pursue while you're busy raising kids, such as going back to school, taking another class, writing a book, running a marathon. It's also helpful to have a support system. Having a circle of five. The five people that you can rely on that have your back. And it's common for emptiness syndrome to cause strain in relationships, especially if the couple does not spend quality time together during the day, but by engaging in activities that are not just parent-focused, such as cooking or going to the movies, you can have fun and connect on different levels than when you roll full-time parents, or even reconnect with your friends that now have kids that are out of the house. Trying out new activities and exploring your own interests can also help you discover what makes you happy, which will in turn help you feel more fulfilled as a person. For example, you can join a fitness class, take up gardening, volunteer your services at a local charity, or even helping out at the schools. You can spend more time with your friends and the ones who are, like I said, experiencing an empty nest as well, that they can help you process your emotions and relieve your stress and discover a new sense of purpose in your life. There's a popular notion that you should do what you love, which is great advice, but it can be hard to know how to achieve this. It's important to understand the difference between a passion and a hobby and a career so you can choose the right path for your life. Hobbies are a wonderful way to get outside, explore new interests, or just hang out with your friends. They can also provide a break from work, boost your mood, and give you a sense of purpose. Whether you love dancing, going on long bike rides, or even just baking in your spare time, these pursuits can be a great source of happiness and fulfillment. Plus, they can reduce stress and lower your heart rate, which could lead to an overall improvement in your health and well-being. Similarly, your job should give you pleasure and satisfaction. It may not be as fulfilling as your hobbies, but if you truly love what you do, it will be a lot easier to focus and stick with it. You'll be more productive, And in fact, research shows that people who love their jobs are more than twice as likely to be successful in achieving their hierarchy ambitions. There'll be ups and downs on the road to finding a passion, but you should make it your goal to always find enjoyment in the small things. It's the little things that make a big difference in your life. This is the next chapter in life, and the things we've been putting off or have on hold can be restarted now. Or the things that we've always wanted to do can be launched at this time. If there's any support I can offer you in ways of navigating life, feel free to send a message to support at heartsofwellness.com or visit heartsofwellness.com backslash you, which is spelled Y-O-U, and refer to my archive listed in the article for more great commentaries on living your most dynamic life. Take care and goodbye for now.